excessive force resulted in Nichols' death three days later. This is a scene that by now we've witnessed countless times since the 1991 beating of Rodney King at the hands of the Los Angeles Police Department. Now while I can't say that this is anything new, this one hit me hard because of the race of the officers who committed this atrocity. The perpetrators of this heinous act were five black police officers all of whom have been fired and subsequently charged. Now, I'm hearing something today. I haven't seen the news today, so I'm not sure of this, but I'm hearing today there's a sixth um, person charged, sixth officer charged, and it's, it's a white officer. Uh, I don't know about that, but anyway, I'm gonna go with the happened right now. Now, incidents like this are indicative of a larger problem within the African-American community one that has always been in its core. A large part of this problem is that we as African-Americans or black people, whatever we want to refer to ourselves as, don't value or respect one another as we should. As a group, we are America's number one practitioners of self-hatred and self-destruction. Many of us hate ourselves and anyone or anything that reminds us of us. The result of this undervaluing of life is often black-on-black -black crime and violence. Now, that this should occur at the hands of black law enforcement officers caused me to wonder, had Tyree Nichols been white, would what should have been a routine traffic stop have had the same outcome? There's also a disparity that I want to point out in this case, as opposed to the way such cases are handled when there are white officers involved. The five officers were almost immediately fired and charged, whereas in all likelihood, if they had been white, they'd have been suspended with pay pending an investigation. However, at this point, that is neither here nor there. Any law enforcement officers behaving in this manner should be held accountable regardless of race and also regardless of the race of their victims. The problem is that in many cases, they have gotten away with simple speedings, murders, and other things resulting from the use of excessive force for so long that uh, they feel like they're invincible to some degree, or untouchable, whatever you want to call it. Now, I'm not sure whether this type of thinking, this mindset played a role in the decision to egregiously assault Tyree Nichols or not. Someone I talked to over the weekend suggested that it looked to them as if one or more of the officers involved had a personal vendetta against the victim. Now, since it seems that our footage has surfaced of them fist bumping each other, you know, after doing this heinous act, 
that sort of lends some credibility to that as a possibility. In the days, weeks, and months to come, I'm sure though, we will learn more about how a simple traffic stop went terribly wrong, resulting in the death of yet another black man at the hands of law enforcement. Now you know, I'm all about not blaming other people for our problems within the black community because we have to begin to look at ourselves first. And I've always said uh, it begins with us. Truthfully, no one is going to value you like you value yourself. And um, no one is going to respect you unless you carry yourself in a way that demands their respect. And even then sometimes, um, that's not gonna be the case. Until we as African Americans learn to respect and see each other's value, we're gonna see this narrative over and over again. It's not merely enough to proclaim that black lives matter. We need to stop giving lip service to that concept and start living it. This is too crucial a time in our history and the history of this nation for us to drop the ball now. It used to be that the powers that be tried to work silently to strip us of our rights and our dignity. If you watch the news and follow politics, you can see that there are those now who blatantly seek to bring that same agenda to fruition. We are in effect at war. As such, we need every soldier. We cannot afford to keep losing our young men and women senselessly. The cost of losing this war is far too great. And we've already suffered incalculable and nearly irreparable losses. I plead with you today, let's dare to be better in our interactions with one another. Let's sit down and talk instead of resorting to violence against one another. We are all human and we all need each other. I'm going to uh, end this podcast with a poem that I wrote uh, some time ago. This is entitled, Why? Why is it that our streets, tragically, have become full-blown war zones? We're all guilty of perpetrating this travesty, and for that sin, we must all atone. You see, there are lessons no longer taught, resulting in lives that to us mean naught. We look in the mirror with a sense of disgust, then hate everyone that reminds us of us. So we kill the player and raise a toast to the game. For our temperament though, are we really to blame? Murder rates tantamount to epidemic, fueled by deep-rooted racism that's systemic. This time is crucial and the storm must be weathered. So come on, my people, let's get it together. Put aside your pride, envy, hatred, and distrust or else soon there won't be anything left of us. Then there's those of you who sit on the side and only show up when someone has died. Even then, sadly, you're only alarmed when you find out that person was black and unarmed. I'm not saying cops killing us is right, but let's also scrutinize our own part in our plight. It's not merely enough to yell black lives matter as in the air your fist you thrust because Black lives won't matter to anyone else until first they begin to matter to us. Thank you, and may God bless and keep you until next time. Peace.